Ostwalaza, longest-running Indigenous current affairs program representing the interests and concerns of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians, is hitting a new milestone celebrating 20 years existence and its 30th uh, season. And with me to talk about uh, this, uh, the journey of uh, Living Black is uh, Living Black founder and executive producer Carla Grant. Carla, first of all, congratulations on uh, hitting uh, such a milestone. Thank you so much, Bertrand. Yeah, it's an incredible milestone, uh, 20 years as the longest running Indigenous current affairs program on Australian television. So I'm incredibly proud um, of all the work that we've done um, thus far and, and looking forward to, um, uh, you know, more, uh, t- another 20 years, hopefully. I don't know if, yeah, if I'll be around for another 20 years in this, uh, on the show, but um, I will be, you know, um, for as long as we're doing um, what we're doing and, and um, you know, uh, the program is going from strength to strength, which, um, as I said, I'm really proud of the work that we do and, and um, we'll keep going. Yeah, now the show is uh, part of uh, everyone's menu, at least those who consume uh, TV shows regularly and uh, who are interested uh, to know a little bit better and more on current affairs from an Indigenous perspective. But little would people know about uh, how this show came about, uh, the context in which uh, you brought it to being and uh, the challenges that you faced? Yeah, well, um, I created the program uh, 20 years ago in 2003 and um, that was after, um, you know, management, SBS management. Um, we just finished doing the ICAM program, the Indigenous Cultural Affairs magazine show. Uh, that sort of came to an end in 2001 and management asked me to come up with something, um, another program. And so I spent a bit of time of doing some research and development and then came up with the concept uh, for Living Black. And at that time, we were trying to be everything to everyone, I think, because at that time, there weren't many other Indigenous current affairs programs on um, telly. Um, there was uh, Message Stick at the time, but they were doing, they were a different program to us. They were doing more sort of documentary style um, you know, programs. So uh, Living Black was more of news. We had like a news wrap. We had our feature story, our um, interview. Um, we'd also do something, uh, stories on, on the arts, um, sport, culture. So it was, you know, we were trying to do everything at that time. But of course the program has um, evolved over the years and, um, you know, we've changed our format to the point now where we are um, doing you know half hour docu- documentary style um, investigations and also um, half hour one on one conversations which I really love doing so um, yeah it's it's we've been covering a lot of um, you know as I said the investigations are really important because we're unearthing a lot of uh, stories that um, um, you know stories that aren't being covered anywhere else and and you know very important issues that. Um, Indigenous Australians face like you know child removals and deaths in custody and and all of those sorts of things. So we're really shining a spotlight on those issues and giving a voice, uh, more importantly, to those who who are voiceless. Yeah, I know you've uh, done some uh, really groundbreaking investigative pieces and uh, produced uh, some very, very powerful conversations. I can think of conversations uh, last year, in the last two seasons, actually, uh, where you sit down with uh, politicians or opinion leaders or 
just people who shape the narrative and they can sit down with you and uh, hold conversations with no holds barred. How do you attract them and how do you get to get them to open up so easily? Uh, yeah, it's um, I, I'm just I guess over the years we've built up a lot of trust and respect, um, you know, um, in the industry and and amongst you know community and and also the non-indigenous community as well. So I've been very lucky that I've been able to sit down with so many uh, amazing, very fascinating people, um, you know, like past prime ministers um, Kevin Rudd and, and Malcolm Turnbull. Um, you know, I've, I've all also sat down with the Dalai Lama on two occasions and and also, um, you know, many of our, our great icons, First Nations icons and um, icons of our nation, um, you know, Kathy Freeman and Adam Goods and, um, yeah, so many different people, you know, um, also Indigenous leaders like Noel Pearson and Linda Burney and, um, oh, yeah, I can, yeah, there's just too many to name, Bertrand. But yeah, no, I can think it's of that. Uh, wonderful, <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to have been able to sit down with, you know, people, um, a whole range of people from sports people right through to, um, you know, politicians. And I really love doing one-on-one conversations because I, I like to delve into people's lives and find out what makes them tick and, and so um, through that, I'm, I'm able to get them to open up to me. And sometimes there's some tears and, and, um, and uh, there's also, you know, uh, laughter as well. So we go through the whole gamut of emotions, I think, um, when I do uh, talk to people because I, I talk to them about their lives, you know, how they grew up, um, you know, how did they get to the point where they are today and, you know, what sort of contribution they're making to improving the lives of First Nations people. So we, we you know, t- uh, talk about different issues um, along the way as well. So um, you know, I just feel really honoured that, you know, people, um, you know, trust me to, to sit down with me and to trust me with their story. So, um, yeah, and there'll be many more... Uh, you know, fascinating conversations coming up in this new series as well. Yeah, no, no, I can think especially of the last conversations before the last federal elections where you sat down with all the sitting Indigenous MPs and uh, they really opened up and uh, one that uh, struck everyone's mind was uh, uh, out of the blue was Jackie Lambie and then Ken Wyatt as well. But yeah, very, very powerful mm. conversations uh, still available on SBS On Demand, I believe. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, if anyone missed um, those episodes and would like to, you know, uh, go back and have a look at them, uh, they're they're all up on SBS On Demand. Um, And, yeah, Jackie Lambie was um, very fascinating to to speak to. And um, we also have her um, actually in this first episode to kick off the series as well. And over this uh, 20-year journey, you've um, yourself uh, gained recognition throughout uh, the media landscape and the show itself, and uh, you've uh, received uh, some accolades. Can you tell us about some of the accolades? Yeah, we've been very, very fortunate to um, have you know, bagged quite a few um, awards in the last few years, actually. Um, and, you know, one of my of uh, goals was to to get a Walkley Award and and that's what we did in 2021. We were um, lucky enough to to get uh, the Walkley for Indigenous coverage in 2021 for um, a body of work that we did on some of our investigations. So um, that was an incredible, um, you know, um, uh, moment to, you know, when we were announced as the winners and, um, 
yeah, it was something that I've always dreamt of uh, for a very long time. And, uh, and that sort of finally came true. But we also have won a Kennedy Award as well, and we've won a number of um, uh, First Nations uh, media awards as well uh, for our interviews and um, for our um, Aboriginal Lives Matter episode as well, that, that documentary, um, one for best um, program. So, um, yeah, we've also won an Amnesty International media award as well. So I'm really, really, you know, feel very honoured that we've been able to, um, you know, get those awards, and and I think it just shows, um, you know, it's always nice to to sort of be acknowledged and recognised for the work that you do um, by your peers. So I feel, you know, very proud that our team were fortunate enough to to get those awards, and hopefully there'll be many more to come. Yeah, and over the years you've worked with uh, so many. Um People you've crossed paths. Some of whom I've actually had the pleasure of working with as well at SBS at Atamon and even uh, here in Melbourne. Can you tell us a word or two about uh, some of the people you've uh, shared the journey on Living Black in the last 20 years? Oh, wow, Bertrand. There's so many people who have worked on the program over the last 20 years. And, um, you know, it's probably too many to name, but a lot of our, you know, journalists um, who have gone on to do other things have you know, uh, come through um, Living Black, like, you know, um, uh, Nakari Thorpe, who's, who's over at the ABC, Ryan Little also. Um, who else has there been? Laura Murphy Oates, who's now working for The Guardian. Um, uh, Ella Archibald Binge, who's also over at the ABC. Um, yeah, there's just, you know, so many people that have worked on the program over the years and and, um, you know, they, they've they gone on to do, um, you know, great things elsewhere. So I'm really proud to, I guess, um, have been a part of, of people's growth and, and to help, you know, grow the industry as well. So, um, you know, because as I said, when I, when I started the program, there weren't a lot of um, First Nations journalists around, um, only a handful. So, you know, we created a cadetship here um, which would help, you know, to you know, train people up and also bring them through Living Black. Then they've also gone on to do other things as well. And so, you know, that, uh, you know, you know, uh, can only be a really good thing because then they're going into other newsrooms and helping to educate about First Nations, um, you know, issues and culture and, and take their knowledge um, elsewhere as well. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be you know, many more people coming through the team as well. And, um, you know, it's uh, as I said, I'm, I'm really grateful and, and proud to have been a part of the growth of, of our um, industry as well. The milestone episode of uh, Living Plug, the one that uh, triggered this conversation, is just around the corner. Can you give us a sneak peek of uh, what's uh, in that um, Living Plug episode and also uh, going forward, uh, what are the projects and uh, the future of the program? Yes, well, um, as you said, you'll be back on air soon and and, um, we kick off the series with a very special one-hour episode to to mark this incredible milestone of 20 years on air and but also to talk to some people um, who are going to discuss the issue which is one of the I guess you could say is the biggest issue facing you know not just First Nations people at the moment but our our entire nation and that that is the referendum on a voice to parliament and um, and so we uh, decided that we would have a special um, discussion with a number of guests in the studio 
to mark the 20 years and also to talk about this issue. And um, in the studio, I have with me Senators Lydia Thorpe and Jackie Lampie. Um, we all, we're also joined by the former Minister for Indigenous Australians, Ken Wyatt, Reconciliation Australia CEO, Karen Mundine, uh, NRL great Dean Witters and actor and producer, Aaron Fazo, and also... Um, Noel Pearson, uh, you know, who is a lawyer and academic and land rights activist, he joined us from um, Noosa where he was at the time. So, um, and we also have a, a studio audience as well with some um, past and present um, you know, um, members of, of Living Black and, and colleagues from NITV and SBS and also my family were in the audience as well. So it was a really, really special program and and um, you know it was so great to have all those incredible people in the, um, you know, on the panel with me to talk about this issue, and talk about it from their, you know, their perspective and um, what their stance is on on this issue. And and so you know I think it's really important at the moment. You know, as Australians are, you know, um, we're all talking about this referendum that's coming up later this year. It's important for us as a you know as a channel to be putting forward a number of different you know, views and perspectives because you know First Nations people um, we are a diverse people we all have different views about um, issues we don't all agree on everything so um, you know as I said it was important to have different perspectives in the room so everyone could put their point across and then we leave it up to the audience to you know, um, to decide for themselves that um, it's all about, you know, having an informed discussion and um, and then, you know, presenting all those perspectives, um, you know, to the audience. Yeah. And the program, uh, new directions or just uh, staying on course? Yeah, so um, for the first episode, we, we have that one-hour uh, special forum discussion. Um, but also panel discussion, I, sh- I, sh- I should say, um, that um, for the rest of the series we will be having um, conversations. Um, so I've got some really fascinating ones coming up. Um, for the second episode, we actually speak with Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, because she was unable to join us for, um, for the first episode. So um, I have a whole half hour with her to talk about, you know, the government's um, you know what the government plans to do, why they believe that um, a voice to parliament is um, important and why it's needed, and what what it will do um, if um, you know if there is a successful referendum and, and the yes vote gets over the line. Um, and also um, throughout the series, we'll, we'll be talking to we've got Luke Carroll, who of course is a is a very um, talented um, actor and on stage and screen and is a play school presenter, um, a, a role that he relishes in uh, being a father himself of, of two um, beautiful boys. Um, so it's a really emotional um, conversation and, and, you know, there's a few tears in there as well as he talks about his mum, um, who was a, a great inspiration to him. Um, we also speak with the wonderful um, Deborah Cheatham, who's a soprano and composer and educator about her life and career. Um, also, Arnie Pat Anderson, who's one of the leading you know, figures in this Voice to Parliament um, debate. And um, we also speak with Christine Arnoux and the new Artistic Director of Bangara, Francis Rings, 
joins us for a yarn as well. So there's something in there for everyone, Bertrand. Yeah, no, no, it sounds like a very, very exciting uh, new season ahead. Well, Carla Grant, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on short notice and congratulations again on a fantastic show. Thank you so much, Bertrand. Take care. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you.